So this. <laughs> okay, this is a very interesting episode of Write Off Collab as we have six uh, fellow bookworms and we're here to review the last encore. So we have myself and Lai Kendo, our head of book club, and also our second head of book club, uh, Light Fury, also Mio, Tarihime, and also Vash. Okay, Lai, Lai Kendo. I knew it was going to be me again, right? Of course, you. <laughs> okay, because I have no idea what to say because I just read the synopsis. Um, I think we can go by recapping because I think most of us actually forgot what's the story about. Yeah, so let me let me let me find what is a suitable synopsis to read out. Okay, I think I just used the one from from Goodreads. Uh when when Catherine Ganova, a radiant and talented Russian redhead, forsakes her figure skating medals for a career as a concert pianist. She falls for a charismatic but married conservatory professor in a life-changing relationship that will haunt her for years to come. From a family of poor factory workers, Catherine rises far above her station in life and moves to the United States with her successful through dough-controlling husband. Yet knowing in her heart that her soulmate is still out there, the last encore is an erotic tale of unspeakable passion a sophisticated, timeless, but modern romance laced with mysterious interconnections of love, conspiracy, and fate. Actually, this is not the official Goodreads one, but whatever. Um, yeah, so... Uh, this book is uh, essentially a romance slash uh, drama slash a bit of mystery uh slash something else so um yeah, what do i say yeah okay so i think that this book has like some elements of um eroticism on top of like the the uh, entire you know drama between the characters the so-called seemingly complex relationships between the characters. And yeah, so one of the uh what the reason why it's called the last uh encore is also partially because um there's a music piece uh called uh, Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. Uh that is one of the so called important uh pieces in the in the novel. That uh, the main character Catherine uh, Konova uh, is known for for playing, and it's known it's like sort of a a best known uh, piece uh, that she that she plays that she performs. So yeah, that's without revealing too much for now. That's the uh, main gist of it. Uh, can we have Moonlight Sonata playing in the background? I'm not sure if that's copyrighted, but we can we can try. <laughs> It's better not, uh. let's just yeah. yeah, but okay, but in yeah. any case, yeah, you can listen to it at your own time. So, yeah, maybe we will start off with Mio, yeah, because because <laughs> you are no, no, just just start lah, because I don't want to always be talking, okay, 
Okay, I I was trying to remember the story because I read this very long time ago. Um Okay, so again I think we start with what we like and then what we don't like about the book. Uh. <laughs> Can right? <laughs> yeah, whatever works for you. This is Okay. So um what I was interest uh was initially interested about the book was because I read the synopsis and then um basically I thought that oh, okay, it seems like got a bit of music in this story. Uh and someone is the the music piece that I like the most, which is the Moonlight Sonata. Um but then when I went into the story, there were okay, there were a couple of um plot holes which I couldn't stand. <laughs> I won't go in that now la. I think should we talk about it? I think talk later la. Okay, but yeah, I couldn't stand the plot holes. Uh, and the other thing was um. The. The characters are not very likable. Mm, like, I wasn't rooting for anybody. If they die, they die. <laughs> like I won't be upset or anything. I'll just move on with life. So they were. They are not very likable. Um. The, the 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 focus of the story, some part also I thought was a bit off. It seems like they were trying to introduce elements of like romance into it, but I thought it was very forced. Yeah. So um that's my general view about the story without going to the details. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we haven't reviewed too much yet, which is good. Uh yeah. okay, then maybe moving on. If you don't either like Fury or Starry, he may wants to add on to yeah. it. Yeah, add yeah. on. Give Starry the go. <laughs> okay, sorry, go. Like, like Fury, go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, since you're then you go first, la, yo. <laughs> um, I think it's similar to what Mio mentioned. Like, I was like reading a book. I also like chose it because like I used to play the piano right? so I was like oh okay that's interesting the last encore then the next thing I know I was like reading explicit stuff inside the book and I was like um then it kind of threw me off a bit but <clears throat> then halfway through I just got really confused as to what was going on I couldn't keep up although it was a fast read then I was like halfway through I was like thinking like what Mio says, if they die, they die. I wasn't really drawn into it compared to what I thought I would be. Yeah. Okay, okay Light Fairy, yeah, So, yeah, Light Fairy, <laughs> Because, okay. yeah, this one is special because Light Fairy gave the book uh, Umax. Did I? <laughs> I forgot, yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, let me just go back to. Let me see why I re- why I wrote on for my review. <laughs> uh okay, I think it started off with I think the book is very soft written. That's why there's that's why no there's no character for you to hang on to them, to develop feelings for them. But I think it's written in a way because Maybe like piano, how a piano is being played is never just about um I don't know how to explain, but yeah, anyway. Um <laughs> uh 
Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Sorry. <laughs> just a just a feeling, lah. Yeah. When you read the time. Just yeah. Feel. Maybe you can share like um. Is there any characters that um you particularly like that um made you into this book or something? Maybe. No way. <laughs> so it's just uh, no comments. Yeah, like I mean, like what the others had said, there is no character for you to have a stronghold for them. Mm. Yeah, and then but then again, if you were to talk about explicit, right? I think this is not really that explicit compared to other books that I've read. Okay. Yeah. Have you been reading? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Wait, you... don't go there. What kind of books have you been reading? It's <laughs> actually a trap for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I think there's only one book that is actually quite, um, which is, I think it's one of the earlier books that I've started on that is pretty explicit. Yeah. But anyways, carry on. <laughs> okay. Today we have special guest, Vesh. Yeah. Uh, Vesh. Vesh, go Vesh. What? Uh, <laughs> this book, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I went in dark uh, I came out quite shook uh. <laughs> because I didn't know what to expect like first first not first half like, like really like a few pages uh, after the introduction of Catherine's parents I think after that I don't know it just went uh, very action packed uh. <laughs> very very packed indeed. very action packed uh. then after that Daniel joined the story that was even more action packed uh. that's what I should say yeah, but he, he, did, he, he was like quite rushed, I feel. The one that when Daniel saw Catherine, then after from then on, it's like the story, mm. right? Went yeah. to chaos already. Then after he just. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, I feel. Like your overall feel for it, do you like the book or so so? So so, <laughs> because you know, they're all like, like what everyone say, or the, the characters really like. It's just there for the moment only. Then after that, no more. Mm. Yeah. Like, they never extend much on the character, their feelings and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And this Daniel also another... <laughs> I don't really like. La. <laughs> too mm. dreamy, really, this guy. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, I got a lot of issues with him too. Yeah, the Daniel too yeah. dreamy, really. He, yeah. Like, everything also, like... I don't know, like, uh, one. Uh, follow his feelings, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's for me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we yeah. all agree on one thing is the book is pretty fast paced. So for somebody who don't have a lot of time on your hand, right? You just wanna like touch quick read, right? It works. It yeah, works. You can you can finish it within yeah. one day actually. One yeah, you can day. finish it very fast. Uh, you don't very, 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 very quick read. Yeah. And it's not hard to go through lah, but just that when you, like, very say, Lord, you go into it dark, right? You come out of it, it's still dark. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, then end already. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the ending quite forced, uh, I feel. The, the, the explanation for... Well, the, I, I got issues the, the with two, ending also. The, the two characters, yeah, the two main yeah, characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, can yeah, we like, go into the details? Because yeah, I think okay. we want to talk about the details. <laughs> uh, so now is the part where you want to break into the, uh, the, the meat. The meat yeah, 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 we want to butcher it. We can have a spoiler section after discussion. Yeah. So like we discuss the generic because I feel that okay. So initially I didn't know right. This book is like a rated book eh? until I read right. I still went back to see right. Am I reading the correct book? Eh? 
You regret that, that scene. You went oh, to reread no. it. <laughs> right, I was like, hey, uh, I thought our server known for being a PG server. Why? <laughs> How come this book ended up? No, no, okay. I think you all need to explain why we chose this book. That one okay, very important. Okay. No, people so, so, have no. that. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I'm choosing to go last, right? Because <laughs> okay, I'm going to... You're, yeah. going, you're going to go last, uh? No, because I'm the one who partially chose the book. Okay, okay. So this round is on me. <laughs> yeah. Please <laughs> explain. Push the boundaries of our uh, moral values. No, like, let him explain. Let him explain. He okay. got something. Oh, but as in, Emmy, do you have anything else to, to add? Or, or? Okay, I feel that initially the book, uh, ex- I mean, I'm not, I, I was, I'm not exactly a fan of uh, the, those, those things like in books, like, but I, Okay, because I enjoy reading those kind of books about prisoners uh, or like those meaningful people, uh, those people's life who's very it's suffering yeah. and stuff. Like, and I want to, I like to see how they get, you know, how they face it mental health wise or and how they, you know, like came out stronger. So initially, I guess like, you know, setting them in such a bad plight or disadvantageous plight, it made me want to root for them at first. But then again, like eventually, right, it just makes me feel like I just want to... I mean, not exactly I want to get the book over and done with. It's just more towards like, I just want to know what happens at the end. But then again, what happens at the end didn't satisfy um, the ending, I feel. Like, I mean, there are some kind of build-up, but it wasn't like... The author... It felt like the author didn't really go all the way to push whatever boundaries they are supposed to push in this book. Oh yeah, and also Mio told me the be- the ending is the beginning, right? I went to reread, you know, because I forgot what the beginning. <laughs> That's somewhat true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's I guess my turn now. Yeah, right. Yeah, so how did we end up with this book? Okay, so story time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what story time? Eh? <laughs> no, because the last round after finishing the last round. Okay, we wanted to find a, a book that was more accessible, right? Supposedly more accessible to people, to more readers. Yeah. So I thought, okay, why not we try romance? Okay, okay. Since we haven't attempted that genre yet. So I didn't want to pick any old romance book because most of them, I think, are quite similar to each other. So not really book club material. So I went to search and found a few selections and then we had to vote. But, unfortunately, the original uh, book that we voted for was so obscure, none of us could find it. So we had to go for the second most voted for, which is The Last Encore. So why did I personally vote for this? I like the fact that it has Moonlight Sunata in it. Especially why, yeah. And I like the fact that the characters are all artists of some kind. Writers, ballet dancers. Yes. So I enjoy stories that involve artists or art in some way. But yeah. of course, the story itself is not about art. It's about romance. It's about um in a way the uh historical kind of uh, associations between each character like, over the course of a few decades, in fact, since we are looking at them from when they uh, were young and when they grew up and then when they became old 
So it's a very short story that takes place, I think, could be over the course of 30 or 40 years or more. Because mm. if you follow the timeline, it takes place almost throughout half a decade. Mm. And so I have quite a soft spot for the tortured artist trope. I, in, in, in terms of like stories-wise, like all those tortured artists, I kind of like that kind of uh, characterization. Uh, even though it's very cliche, uh, it's just me. Uh. So partially because of that, that's why I enjoyed this book. Even though the rest of the narrative is super cliche, uh, I think it. I think like maybe what uh, I think what Amy wrote in this review, you can sort of figure out how it will end because they already set it up in a certain way for you to follow through on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was too short. I think that given maybe more, uh, more fleshing out the characters could have yeah, been something better than what it was because you are getting very basic understanding of how the characters work. So the only two characters that we get uh, more insight on are Catherine and Daniel. And mm-hmm. that really gives you an idea of who are the important characters and who you should be paying attention to. The rest of them are treated as sort of a caliphate mm-hmm. you know, thing. So I think... The, the 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 writer in that regard didn't give as much as much um, so-called uh, lines or dialogue for them and it sort of reduced them to very one-dimensional characters which was a bit disappointing but nonetheless i think overall i still enjoyed it mm-hmm. so here comes the plot twist which is that the two um main characters yeah spoiler alert this is this is the this is spoiler this is the only one that matters to be honest um the main character catherine actually she even the main character Ah, okay that's matter one of the main characters catherine konova who is the um ballet dancer who became a pianist um is actually the biological mother of um, the other character, Daniel Adler. She's not. Who... She's not. <laughs> she's uh, not. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she's not. She's not. So, okay. So, basically, right, the story was trying to build up towards making you think that Catherine, right, is the biological mother of Daniel. Mm-hmm. And that there's a bit of, like, a incestual kind of relationship like, happening. But towards the end, so here's where there's spoiler alert. Uh. Towards the end. Spoiler to spoiler. Uh. So there yeah. was a spoiler. Yeah, there's a plot twist. So towards the end, when the mother was um very critically ill, Daniel's mother, he went back to visit her. Oh. She let loose the fact that she swapped babies. Oh, right. Yes. I so didn't... Yeah, so Catherine's real son, Marty, la, died. So basically, Daniel yeah. is not related to Catherine, which is why at the beginning, he's looking forward to going back to her arms. Because he can go back to her already. They are not related. Yeah. That, that's the ending. <laughs> Emil, imagine, right? Imagine. Uh, <laughs> you know the, the, the Daniel's mom, right? Imagine uh. she's looking at the lady and she wants her to suffer, right? Uh. 
that was a lie. <laughs> so it's actually <laughs> she, he is her son. Uh, I think you think too much. Uh. <laughs> I think you think too much. The, uh. the weird thing is I actually reread that part just now. Yeah. But I, I didn't I didn't put two and two together. Or at least I didn't think that it would have another twist after the twist. Which I guess is why I was also a bit confused. I was still confused even okay. after that. Yeah. But that was where I felt that they pulled back. They didn't went all the way and make it. So it was like in it was supposed to go to a quite a dark direction and then after that they kinda like you know yeah. what? And and actually that that was the issue for me as one of the plot holes because if you all recall right okay I couldn't remember like, until like just now when I was hearing the summary that I got triggered <laughs> so one of the plot holes right was that actually when you're building when you're doing the story building right you're trying to lead to this um theme right where they were saying that if you are biologically related but you are not living together right there is this very strong hole between individuals uh, so it can actually cause <clears throat> some kind of like um that kind of chemistry that's going on. So they were trying to use that to explain the very um funny sexual, sexual tension. Yeah, them. where like Daniel was like dreaming about Catherine before he even met her, and then how like you know they felt the instant connection when they saw each other. But later on, right, when they went back to say that oh actually these two might not be related, right? I felt like it just debunked the entire theory that they were trying to put across. Yeah. And I think not just in debunk, it makes his dream looks like a joke. Eh? So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's partially because also the last like 30 pages or were where all the heavy stuff suddenly fell in. So the ending was very crammed. It was the ending was all crammed in. Like I really think if if there were really if it was longer, right? If it was even just longer, I think it would have been better. But mm. the problem is that we wanted to find a short book. Okay, I I think one thing I really like about this book is we got more than three person finishing it. That's yeah. <laughs> but uh, then yeah. again, then again, right? Yeah, short books not necessarily bad. I just realized that this one was trying to cram too much stuff into it. Yeah, yeah. A bad book. It's just that, like, what me say because of the plot twist, right? Like you flip prata, you don't flip like that. But I, I actually like it a lot, a lot. Like really, I like it a lot up till maybe the last, like the last part. Because, uh, I thought that if it wanted to happen, it would have happened earlier, not at the very last moment. Yeah, so certain things about the book that I quite like, um, actually, irony is that most of it happened towards the starting part of the book. La. They did a very accurate depiction of how things were like in Russia, in, in those countries. La. So basically, like, you know, the whole abuse of power. Uh, yeah, if you know the right people, you can, you know, make certain things happen that is actually quite uh, unfair to a certain extent. So, like, part of it was explained during her early childhood, right, where the, um, the guy who owns the factory um, got an interest towards um, Catherine's mother, then actually um, made it such that the father got yeah. killed yeah, yeah, so that he could marry the, the mom, right, and, like, took over the happy family like, as his own. Yeah. And then subsequently, later on, when Lily's um, sister came to her to beg her to get rid of Catherine, right, and she also used her connections with um this the KGB, government, yeah. 
Yeah, the, the guy, the, the KGB guy that she knows to make Catherine disappear. Yeah, so I thought this part here is very real lah, because it's really how it's like in those countries, in those days lah. So um, that part, I can appreciate the historical fiction part that, you know, is quite true to reality. But it's later really on, when all the romance come in, then... <laughs> Actually, I wish they build on to the parts that, that we see. That's why when I was saying, right, like, because I read those, like, war prisoner things, right, like, all these things about how, like, people are put in very disadvantageous situation, right, and it's, I guess it's more eye-opening than, yeah, than the rest of the parts, lah. Maybe moving forward, right, uh, we can uh, see Light Fairy, Starry, and uh, Vash have anything to add on. Like, um, what are some of maybe certain memorable parts that you guys would like to share? Mm, um, I think I've been thinking about it for a while. Light Fairy, like what she mentioned about um, something about the piano, right? Um, I think the book is like you know how a piano piece is never stagnant, mm-hmm. and throughout the book, I felt that I felt that you know like it goes up crescendo, getting more and more. Then there are times where it gets like very, I won't say peace and quiet, but it gets more toned down. And then it goes stagnant for a while, then it goes back up again. That was something that, I mean, I can't know, maybe in books some people might like it, but I don't like it. Mm. But like, let's say the plot twist also. Mm. I was guessing a lot throughout the entire book. Mm. And the dreams that Daniel had was a bit deja vu for me. Mm. Because I think personally that has happened to me before. Like I dreamt about something, like an incident happening. And the next thing I know, it happens within the week. Mm. And mid TMI, but it, it happened when I met my boyfriend as well. It was mm. so deja vu. Yeah, but I was reading out that, okay, maybe it might happen. Because when I went into this book, I literally went in dark. No synopsis, reading, no nothing. Just yeah. get the book from night frame and just start reading. So I was like, mm, okay. But yeah, um, yeah. Well, I guess the plot this is the one that threw me off the most. Because I couldn't, like what Mill said, there was a bit of a twist and another twist. Then maybe that, at first I was like, I can do, think about like, oh, maybe um, Catherine was um, Daniel's biological mother, that kind of thing. Until Mill came, and I was like, no, she's not. She's not. I was like, oh, wait, wait, why? So, yeah. How about uh, Life Fury? And, uh, Bash. Uh. Hey. <laughs> no, my Bash, 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 Bash. I got no, nothing no, to no, say. No, no, I just no. hey only go go go. Uh, uh Bash. Then later we will answer uh Light Fury's question together. Yeah, I think Light Fury brought out quite an interesting question. Yeah, Bash. Uh, we can share a bit of what you think. Yeah, yeah, the the I. As what Mio mentioned, I quite like the the historical elements in it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, the the way Soviet Union was back then, uh, all the factory, all the all the workers and all the 
those that have connections with the the people that has power, etc. Yeah, and how life was back then, no? Mm. Quite all, all very hard. Yeah. The the first part was actually quite entertaining to to me. Until the part that Catherine <laughs> went to have the <laughs> piano lesson, then I don't know what she's learning there. La. <laughs> Learning all the wrong things. Yeah, I don't know. The lesson learned into turned into some other learning. Uh, yeah. Then then it went like uh I don't know, up and down, like I would say. Then the middle one. For me, after the introduction of Daniel, uh, then uh from then it, 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 it's like he keep he was quite obsessed with the dream. Uh. Yeah. I yeah. think from the whole genre or the premise, like the way it was set up. Yeah, the the one that he keeps seeing the this this person inside the woods. Yeah. Don't even know if he really served in the army or not, but he doesn't seem like someone who served in the army. Yeah. The, that part was like quite uh was was quite quite confusing for me, like, I would say. I, because he, he only mentioned this this small part that he went to the army or something, then he saw this person. Then after that he keeps saying that it's a dream, then whether then you don't even know whether he's he's seen that person for real or not. Yeah, that, that that part was quite uh I don't know, a bit funny. <laughs> yeah. Then towards the end, you know the plot twist, the plot twist of plot twist, then and also the fact that he was not a match for the transplanting, right? The leukemia or don't know what. Whatever the, the doctor was suffering from. I mean, if they are supposedly siblings, they would have matched. But instead the other sister only only the other sister match. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Then, but that was a that was a hint. Yeah, that was a yeah, hint. Yeah, that, that was a hint, uh, yeah. Then after that, all the shady records, yeah, again another historical element to it. Uh. The the Soviet Union saw the records all shady. Uh. Yeah. So then the ending was Yeah, well, the ending was the starting uh, the, the basically the opening of the book. The taking the on the airplane trip one. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. Night theory. <laughs> Can share your thoughts and then we can answer your question together. Thoughts. I really cannot remember. <laughs> uh, um, hey, sorry. <laughs> I really cannot remember your carry on, Ken. <laughs> if not, okay, we can answer your question because, uh, life question. Would you fall in okay. love? Yeah, something? yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So Sorry, like, repeat. Uh, like, will you, uh, uh, person? Okay, would you fall in love with the person that you had in your dream mm. yeah. as strongly as Daniel? <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you or not? Uh, like, since like, is it even possible or realistic or yeah? Hard to see. Yeah, hard to see. Hello? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, would you or not? Uh? Uh, asking me? Uh, everyone, uh, I mean, take turn. I mean, the person who asked the question, of course, need to take on the person first, right? So I'm supposed to answer, lah. <laughs> yeah, lah. Okay, lah. So, <laughs> okay, so, personally, I think that it's not possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's literally no interaction between you and the person in the dream. Mm. 
but you just have this very strong feeling for her that it affects your real life relationship mm. which I feel that is it doesn't make sense lah. at least if you are love at first sight that is something but mm. I think you are just looking at somebody's hair and then you decide that you like this girl yeah so I just from that part onwards actually I couldn't I couldn't accept that part lah. yeah so I just want to know if you guys what you guys think like track a bit lah, even though it's related to the question lah. but this thing about the dreaming of the supposed uh the person of your dreams right i i think it works best better in fiction uh, than it does in real life it's, a, it's an escapist concept uh. it's not a it's not something you want to actually have in real life because that's quite uh it's quite it's not a game of obsession which can be quite depressing uh i think it also shows that you might have some mental issues but i think as as it as part of uh escapist fiction yeah i i like it as fiction so the other the starting on the sidetrack too is that it somehow reminded me of uh, this this thing called uh, uh maladaptive dreaming which is uh when you so-called daydream okay until your life is being your your day-to-day routine is being consumed by it so you cannot function properly because you are daydreaming too intensely so i've in some way i think that's sort of the the phenomenon that daniel experienced uh, in the book that he was so obsessed with the daydream that in some ways he wasn't able to function properly as we saw uh, he got distracted very easily from his life So maybe uh, Mio can go next. Uh, oh. I okay. I feel that it's possible for it to happen if he had somehow or rather seen the person before. So there could be instances where, like subconsciously, lah, you might not even be aware, but you <laughs> had some kind of interaction with a person, and that person left that impression uh, that lasting impression mm-hmm. until it can manifest itself like in your daydream and whatnot la. or else mm-hmm. right another explanation will be like if you are social recluse uh, then you basically create this um person because you are so lonely right you create this person that you develop very strong feelings for mm-hmm. but i think for the the letter right usually it's quite hard to actually uh, encounter the person in real life uh, because it's a figment of your imagination uh. so it's a bit of a far-fetched theory that he did not meet her in any way it's not possible because um they were in different countries and yet he can conjure up this person who really existed in his um daydream uh. yeah so but the thing right is that I was very uncomfortable by the fact that... So one thing we are quite clear about through the book, right, is that this obsession with Catherine, right, really over... Like, really um, was too extreme. La. So 
he had another relationship with this other girl who I can't remember the name. Um, yeah, the girlfriend. Huh? Then um, they were actually to the point that they were going to get married, right? Yes. But, yeah, but at the, at the same time, right, when he was having this relationship with her, he was still obsessing with Catherine. Like sometimes he would think that he, he saw her um, or like even when they were saying like, you know, when he's, he was making love with his girlfriend, right? He would think that he's doing it with Catherine. So mm. it's actually very uh, work. But what I was very uncomfortable with, right, is how they portrayed the girlfriend's um, suicidal attempt. So, uh, spoiler alert, lah, there's a bit of a trigger warning here. So the girlfriend did try to commit suicide because she couldn't take it that, you know, this person that she loved so much, she was going to start a life with, is still obsessing over somebody who is like... Um, a figma of imagination. I don't even know who's this girl. Lah. You know, yeah. that he's not even seeing her. But yeah. I was very uncomfortable with how they portray the girlfriend. So actually, I had a lot of sympathy. Okay, the only character that I had a lot of sympathy for was actually the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, like I got some attachment towards the girlfriend because I thought that she was very poor thing. It's like, imagine you are stuck with this guy. You have a relationship for like quite a while. Gonna get married. But the whole time... He actually doesn't love you, you know. He is still obsessing over somebody else. And if he ever meet that somebody else, right, he will just drop you. But the thing is that when they they um when it was written, right, the whole part about like her suicide attempt, how she couldn't get over it, and then how his mother was trying to advise him on how to like basically dump the girl and just um be cruel towards her, it was mm huge turn off for me because I feel like it's trying to say like it's alright yeah. to do that. Yeah, con- and yeah, yeah. It was like condoning like it's okay to do that and that if you have uh, and they were like trying to suggest like the girl is the one who is like very obsessive, paranoia, etc. Yeah. But actually the guy is all the problem. And the other thing right was that like um how he can then you know so easily move on. He escaped to another country or that but what's gonna happen to this poor girl? And to me, I feel like um the way they were treating her, right, it's not even allowing her to have any form of closure, you know, to the whole relationship. And he's just like packing up and off I go. Yeah, so that, that was the part that actually I was, I was so, I don't know, I really wanted to take the boy and throw against the wall. <laughs> I really hated that part because I thought like they were like condoning certain things which I feel is not right. Yeah, mm. my rent is over. <laughs> Oh, actually, thanks for sharing. On top of answering the question, you actually even addressed some issues in the book that I guess most of us would have forgotten. But now that you said, really brings back some memory. Like, because I think the book kind of vilified the girl a little. Yeah. It, yeah. In a very sad attempt, right, to kind of make us root for the guy and the girl to meet eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Yeah, so I got a lot of issues with that. Mm. Yeah, then uh, Starhimi and Bash can also share. Starhimi can share. You can. Maybe what you said, what? Any other one like what? Um, you have a Yeah. But I, I, I tried to... I tried to forget about it. That scene, that whole section of the book, I didn't forget it. Mm. Because... Um, when I read it, yeah, I felt the sympathy for it. And 
as someone who is going through issues like that also, or who has gone through issues like that before, I feel like, yes, it is not right. As someone who has attempted before, it is very painful you know, to be alone. Uh. But like, I wanted to forget that section because it, it brought back a lot of memories for me. It wasn't good memories. But like mm. what Mel said, she wanted to just take the book and throw it this one. I couldn't do that from a video on my phone. Uh-huh. But, okay, sorry. <laughs> but if I had the physical book, right? If I had the physical book, I still just close it. I just need to bookmark that. I just close it. Put it into a shelf and be like, I'm not going to touch it anymore. If I will be stuck there. Man, uh-huh. like, yeah. I feel very bad. Like, I felt bad for the girl. And replying to Black Fairy's question, um, I think it's possible that regardless whether you've seen the person before or never seen the person before, because it happened to me, but obviously I've seen him before because he's in my class. Um, and I think. How to say this book I can relate with it a lot, um, real life ones, but like I don't know how to put it out into words because it's it's feelings that I cannot express. Uh-huh. It's something that I can only show out. I mean, okay, I really make people be like, oh, so much pity and so It's my life. Like, this is the only way I can experience that. I can see that, okay, I found someone that I can finally trust and love with all my life. And I think that's what um, Daniel's obsession was about because he wanted to entrust his everything with Kathleen. But on top of that, he was together with the girlfriend. And that kind of threw me as well. And he was turning off in the book. I feel that that obsession although is unhealthy. Maybe mm. for him it was important. Mm-hmm. Rather than listening to what other people thought. For his mother, I was like, okay, no, she's just gonna be like a one true thing, he's gonna care about her and be like, bye bye. Yeah. But like, while well, I was trying to formulate answers and maybe prior to saying all this, right? I feel like no matter how I put it out, it's not going to be right. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe we'll put it in a better way than myself because when she brought up the scenario, then literally, it, it just kind of hit me back in the head. Like what you said. We might have read it and we just choose to forget about it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that was, that was something that, although, although it's heavy, it has to feel, it has to be done. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Dash. Dash. Uh, you? Uh, person in your dream? Any person in my dream? Uh. No. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, a bit more on that, 
no no leh. My dreams are not usually like that leh. <laughs> I mean, just just me lah. Yeah, uh, I don't really ever dream of such stuff before lah. So I can't really relate to it lah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, lor. Yeah. My very peaceful night lah. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> no dreams on. Yeah, good thing lah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> so best, right? Since. <laughs> Yeah, so I was telling Bash I want to share this story with him because Bash also knows this person. Uh-huh. Bash and I, I mean, for context, we were in the same secondary school. Wow, okay, I don't know if this, this episode will go out to anywhere else. You know there's this uh, girl in our secondary school, she used to act in Lola War. <laughs> I think, I forget it's Lola War or Mediacorp, eh. This girl, I don't know if you know, she's normal a cat one. You know? Like this girl, right? She because Bash and I we were in the same secondary school. She's uh-huh. not. Who ah? <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't. I don't really remember. So okay. Anyway, right? Yeah. I heard someone saying about this girl, and then I, I saw her like briefly before lah, Like, but I only know of her existence, but I never interacted with her any before any time before. And uh, long story short, I mean, I had a dream la, where I was involved with her. La. It wasn't as explicit as the book, la, but... <laughs> but when I wake up, I feel just kind of weird. La. Moonlight Sonata. It's, no, la, basically, we just... Yeah, we're all grown up, right? I mean, basically, we just kiss. Was, was her hair red by any chance? Yeah. Sorry? Come was in. her hair red? <laughs> was she a uh, redhead? No. no. Well, redhead, I'm gonna expel. Yeah, so she was, but she was just like, alien, alien kind of. So anyway, uh, in, in that dream, then we were dating in that dream, la, and then like, uh, we just hang out in plaza, you know, like, yeah, so yeah. La, then, yeah, that, that's all. La. So it was a, I guess it was a very weird dream, because when it happened, then I was like, uh, what the, and, but it made me very embarrassed when I saw her in school. But this is something that I, 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 Tell, I mean, I say it now because I, I was wondering if Bash still remember this girl. Because she, she was quite prominent in uh, our school. No, uh, Mio asked when you had a dream, you had got GF to have. Yeah, so I actually had this weird dream. Uh, and no, I didn't obsess over her. That's why uh, it just makes me feel more embarrassed when I saw in school. But after that, I just care. Uh, I, mean, I don't I, remember it. Like, I don't remember at all. Oh, but okay, later I go find the picture that I sent you. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> name lah, name name easier to to, to I, know who. Man, I need to ask eh, like, hey, there's this normal cat girl. She acted in she she was acted she was acting in this Sunday show la. Can't act Sunday media. show. Yeah, it's not those kind of Sunday show, right? Then got kids of different age, right? Then they do some nonsense. He's not low, I think he's fucking low. Oh shit. Her, her name is a very long one. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I think I think you are thinking of this other name, but uh, I think it's not that name. I, I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, those kind of... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then again, I just kind of had a dream. Uh, I, I think that was a dream closest to what I feel I can relate to the book, but... Uh, I, I didn't got obsessed with her, no. It, it made me like her. La. It just makes me feel embarrassed, I guess, because if we we ever have 
had eye contact in a canteen, right? In my mind, I was wondering, like, do you also have... Do, we, do you know I have this kind of, like... So did she also have the same dream as you? Did she share yeah. the dream with you? Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. La. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Uh, I just move on with life. La, because shortly after... I mean, not, not very shortly after. La, I, I got attached at that. It was... La. Yeah, it was another story. Yeah, that's all. And... I think it was in... I think it's... it's this is a short book, right? It's also... Like, you know, this review also quite short, la. Six people, we only managed to dissect this book for around like 48 minutes. Even though, I guess, uh, a bunch of us also have quite, I would say, insightful uh, discussion, aside from... I'm, I'm trying to think of what else can we ask. Yeah. Okay, I feel that, uh, adding on to what... Uh, okay, uh, Life Free actually mention this very interesting word that shall not be said. Okay, la. Well, um, actually, what do you, like, in general, what do you think if, let's say, this kind of thing is, is used in, in novels as a, as part of the book? Because, if you, there's a lot of this, uh, concepts, like, even, let's say, if you don't look at those that are specifically written to be erotic, la, there's other books that have been I think I'm not. Th- this is purely my speculation because I can't exactly remember if it happened. But if you've read some of uh, Haruki Murakami's books, his books are quite sexual in nature as well. And I think one of them might have had that sort of uh, theme inside, that sort of act committed inside. I said, what do you, what do you think, like, if or if such books use this kind of uh, probes in order to either spice it up or something? Yeah. Correct. Okay, I feel that it was it can be a very punishing plot uh, plot gear, because like what Mew said, uh, like it was gearing, you know, it was pushing the whole story in that direction, and it also. Because of how the story is kind of planned out, right? It it leads to the point whereby this also shows why, right? Uh, he sees this girl because this girl, uh, you know, like murdered him, lah. And likely, right, that was when he saw this, you know, when he was a child, when she's possibly nursing him, and also like how, like. That was why, like, there is certain attraction because, uh, at the point of time where the both of them met, they are like supposed mature adults. That's why it happened. But then again, like, it kind of destroy the whole thing that this whole story was building on, because back then, you know, like, uh, leaning towards what the story was initially, you know, like heading towards, right what was more interesting at a point of time was how these two person should handle like their social dynamics especially when uh, this guy is very close with her two daughters also and the daughters actually liked him or enjoy his presence and it could have been like uh, what she mentioned like a family but not the kind that she was actually hoping for so that that 
phase, that phrase, and also like that whole kind of emotional roller coaster. If we were going towards that direction, I feel that it was decently planned out. It's just that after that, the I think after that, what the author wanted was kind of like a saving grace, and it didn't do what the book is building up towards justice. You think that if there wasn't the, the second twist, right? It would have been more satisfying. Correct. But actually, like you said, it's really hard because certain topics, right, especially in erotical media, right, it might be off-putting for some people. That's also why, like, the author might cause the author to, you know, like, pull back on this stuff. But maybe we can ask our experts, uh, the rest of the experts cast who read, read this, especially maybe Mio. <laughs> Mio, you read the most books among us, I guess. Maybe Mio can share. What, 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 what? <laughs> what do you think of in general uh, because let's say we are the topic of erotica now uh, for for some reason uh, so what it, do you it, I don't read erotic no no it doesn't matter <laughs> I think like any and no no okay not 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 erotica per se but books that have erotic natures yeah, yeah. it can be any yeah. book I that was, has I'm only five year old eh? I cannot read those couple <laughs> <laughs> Surely you have read at least some which have like a bit of kind of, you know, romance, uh, mature romance. Bash, I got scammed. I didn't know this book is like this. Because <laughs> Bash asked why I read this book. You read it because I chose it. Yeah la, got scammed <laughs> but I can do. Okay, maybe the one who read the most. You should ask like Fury, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> It's no kick, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the expert. She's the expert. <laughs> no, I just happen to come across. I don't look for those kinds of books specifically. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is the first book that I've actually come across that has this theme in it. Yeah. I mean, the other books I read are mostly about romance, but it's the normal boy-girl kind and not this it's kind. boy-girl, <laughs> Okay, okay, There's a different level to it. <laughs> it's a different level of boy girl, but yeah. So for me, I cannot accept. Yeah, as in, I wouldn't want to read about this kind of content if I know. Yeah, I understand. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I. Th- I think it's more like if the story, the plot, right, is not centered on the erotica, there's other things. And then this is like a sideshow, then it's okay. But if the whole book is just about, you know, giving you all those like steamy scenes, right, then definitely no, no for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, without the erotica, then okay, it's like the son find the mother and then they got a family love, but then... This, but, if you were to go into erotica, then it's like, it doesn't sound right. I think the erotica made this book more interesting. If not, right, it would have been quite <laughs> as the standard, standard drama, which would have been quite um, boring to me. Because but, it was already very short to begin with. So you need something mm-hmm. to spice it up. And mm-hmm. apart from the, you know, that the historical uh, uh, context, right? I think if you just have it as a 
normal uh like drama right then there there will be nothing to go on. There will be but nothing to the... just to pay off for that. Erotica could have just stopped when she's studying piano. I mean that itself is already um it's not common in a sense. And then but to go on to have the I team in it is not right lah. Yeah. Okay. It's also quite the the um She's quite sexually active also, apparently. Because technically she had how many partners uh, over the course of her life? Um, I think she uses her body to keep the guys. Yeah, so she had one... Okay, so I'm trying to count now. Think about four? Four over the entire her entire life? Or was it three? Can't remember. Daniel was one, obviously. Then the professor, the husband. Yeah. But was there someone also before she met the professor? No, right? Because she was too young. So there's only, I guess, three. Yeah. Yeah. But then if her old life, there's only three, it sounds okay though. Mm, but I guess you also have to look at it at the, in a way that uh, she she was with one of them i think only for convenience um the sergey i think yeah, right. that she didn't actually love him even though she i think she had kids you know no that, that wasn't were those her were those his kids i think the, I think the daughters were his kids yes yes yeah yes. yeah yes. but she didn't love him la, anymore la. she wanted to, to sort of it was a it wasn't a happy marriage la. But then with the professor and with Daniel, it was like mm-hmm. more of passion uh, than anything else. Lah. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like a functional relationship. It was more like a, a relationship for the, for the sex. Yeah. Sorry, but the- is there right. any mention of Catherine's background? Like what made her to go towards this direction? She's just written that way. Yeah. I think. I don't think was she was separated from she was um she was a ballet and then because of some uh I forgot what happened, but she was forced to in a way pick pick up a piano instead of mm-hmm. uh remaining as a ballet, even though she, after that she tried again. Um yep. but mm-hmm. I think that it was more of just I think the the novel did briefly touch on the reasons pushing her toward that direction but I think it was like sort of out of convenience they wrote her that way it's very convenient to add the ballet just to make her right just to add fluff to her character I feel yeah actually since like Kendo mentioned the you know the the guys that she had relationship with right uh, it was there's this part that I find it interesting because like she mentioned that with Sergei right uh, there are also times that he did mention like her body have certain needs and she's uh lonely uh, and that made her uh do certain things and it's really it made me think about like for example is it possible I mean when I was reading the book is it possible to be with a person right out of convenience to this extent like meaning to say that like uh 
I mean, since this person is also of opposite gender and is able to somewhat satisfy you in terms of financially uh, and physically, then is it just okay to just, you know, be that? Yeah. That's something like that went through. Um, I think I know why they pushed um, the music. Or I don't know why she was depicted with music. Because the parents loved music. So they were like talking about how like, um, like what would her future be like. That's why they started delving into like, all the arts. But then I think because in Russia, it's more natural to go into Berlin. Them to go into piano, that's why they put him to ballet. But I think after a while, when the moonlight's on the kicked in, then they decided to put her into piano. I think. Yeah, I believe so. I think she was sort of uh, also a bit obsessed over the, the, the piece at first because of the professor as well. Mm. So I think that's why she committed to it. It was part of again uh her character was written that way yeah actually it's quite linear la, for her as because back then uh she was dancing for the free food and then her parents like, but like that, that's 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 very russian la. her character is very typical russian <laughs> and i guess it's also like how like as she grew up i i mean assuming on also what you mentioned uh, it also felt like she chose piano because like it's also her choice and the presence of the professor actually, you know, like, uh, push her over this character. Like, how, like, as you said, uh, a character is also being brought up and written this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Mia mentioned she got something to that. Maybe she can. You can end it now. Yeah, uh, this one is actually my theory la, regarding the the relationships that she has and then another plot hole. Uh so basically right to me right I find that it's it kinda of like it's a built up, right? It's leading to the her relationship with Vitaly, right? The professor. It's the perf it's perfectly because of the fact, right, that she is missing a father figure. So the part right about um how like you know, there's this whole theory about how, like, you know, if you're missing a father figure, right, you tend to gravitate towards older guys. And then they kept, like, building up towards it about how, like, Vitaly has this, like, charisma. And mm. plus, the other thing is, like, he's a mentor. So he's, like, very well-known in that field that she's trying to become uh, good in. So in a sense, I think that build-up makes sense because uh, it, it kind of, like, they were kind of like paving the way for that. So I think her relationship with Vitaly, to me, I find that it's in accordance la, with the build of the book. Okay. Then um, the other part though that I, I could also understand is her relationship with Sergio. Because mm -hmm. at that point, right, she went to prison. Uh, yeah, so, so there's a bit of this saga where Lily, so actually um, Daniel's mom, right, went to Lily because um she wanted to keep the child so she wanted Lily's help so okay so so just to explain to those who haven't read the book right so basically um Catherine right later on because she had this affair with Vitaly right she found out she was pregnant with her kid 
uh, with his kids, sorry. And then um, she went to find him because she was hoping that, you know, by letting him know that uh, she has his kid, right, he will take responsibility for the kid. Because at that point, it was very difficult for her as a single mom to raise a kid. Uh. But mm. when she went to uh, Vitaly, right, at, at first he was very thrown off and like he, di- he didn't want to see her. But um, the thing was that the interesting part was that his wife was actually very, um, very uh, welcoming to yeah. yeah, was very welcoming towards her. And then the wife even suggested, right, that she let the boy um, stay with them over the weekend. Lah. So like, you know, at least like open him up to his responsibility that this is his son. But actually she got played out. So after that, what happened was that the mom, uh, the wife, right, actually went to find her sister, who is Lily, um, and got her sister to use the connection, right, to get Catherine out of the way so that she can keep the kid for her own now. Because I think at that point, she found out that she couldn't have kids. So, um, so to me, so at that point after that, right, Catherine uh, got set up and then she went to prison for a while. And after she she came out from prison, right, I think at that point as well, right, it's very harrowing for a woman, right, who just uh come out from prison, then you know, trying to find her way. So she when Sergio came around, so Sergio is interested in her, lah, then wanted to provide her with that um that safe haven lah, for her. So he offered her an out lah, basically from it. And he was able to get her out of the country even so that they can basically start fresh. Lah. So mm. for me, I feel that it is reasonable that she will turn to him even though there's no love because at that point she lost everything. She lost her son. Uh, she lost any chance of even proper living in that country because she has a criminal record. Mm-hmm. And this guy is offering her an out. So even if there's no feeling, right? If you ask me, I'll take it also lah, because it's basically a way of survival, it's a way of living. Lah, so there's no choice. And Regarding that point about whether is it possible to be with somebody that you don't have feelings for, I mean, it has been tried and tested. People have been doing that. Like, you know, uh, matchmaking right in the past is very common. You yeah. start off not having that relationship, that feeling, right? Then after that, because of the family you need, you build up lah, and you have something at the end of the day keeping things together. Lah. So I feel that it's also possible. Like, I wouldn't say that it's something that's out of the world, cannot explain yeah, but here's the part where I find it's very hard to explain, and that's her relationship with Daniel. Sorry, I got a lot of issues with this Daniel guy. So, all along, right, it makes sense, right, from what I explained, right? Then here comes this young chap who has what? nothing to his name, okay, and he's younger than her. And at that point, right, she just divorced Sergio, meaning that, right, she got nothing as well. She's like trying to. Um, do some tuition or like some like teaching here and there, freelance to get some money going. But she's also struggling because she wants custody of her two girls. Like she wants to be the one to uh, basically have main custody of them. Lah, which means that she will need to have money. This boy got nothing to his name and he's young. He just came over. Who in the right mind? Someone plus she's a matured lady. She's gone through so much, right? Why will she choose him? I That's think right, I cannot answer. Yeah. I think it was okay, so partially because she was already in a happy marriage. She was going to get a divorce. So I think by that time she wasn't having much uh physical attention uh mm-hmm. given to her. So that's why this young chap, uh rather good looking, came uh uh met her. 
became obsessed over her. In fact, I think he basically confessed to her on the first meeting. Uh, and then very soon, the, the snow, it snowballed quite quickly to the fact that she, she wanted the physical attention given to her, given to her body, and then he provided it. So she just grabbed on to him because he was the only person who was willing on was uh, okay to give her that physical attention. And then I think, but for some reason or another, it made her feel younger again, lah, back to yeah. her real glory days. Yeah, la. so, so that one is a bit of a plot hole for me la, because I find that right to that point right they kept describing her as this gorgeous babe la, that everybody will take notice of her will you know like who will want her that kind of thing but yet right only this Daniel is giving her that attention that she will like um accede la, like she will accept la. and at that point actually they did also allude to the fact that she got a lot to lose you know like the house um, it's also mainly paid by the husband, right? But if I remember correctly, like she was very worried that he will lord it over her, that kind of thing. Yeah, like a lot of collateral damage. Should she had yeah made the wrong move, but yet she is willing to take that risk. So that's why they were. She was. They were supposedly very careful to hide their their relationship. Supposedly, uh. that was also what they tried to bring up, which was that they. She knew that she couldn't risk uh, their relationship being out in the open. So all their meetings, like her meetings with Vitaly, were had to be so called kept in secret. Like. In fact, all her other, I think her other flings, right, were all like, you know, hush hush kind of thing. Like. Except for her, the only thing that was made was public was her actual marriage to mm-hmm. Sergei. Because the rest were affairs. They were not uh they were not like actual uh yeah. romance uh marriages. Yeah. But I don't know lah. I just find this part very hard to to believe lah. Especially given what she has gone through. What she knows she will lose. be losing. Yeah. Then later on when she was going to lose him, right? <laughs> Again lah, I might be wrong because I read this very long time ago. But I remember like at a point right, where like she was going to lose him. Suddenly it seems like financially, right? She can... She's capable of like, you know, supporting herself. Because she was saying like how, you know, like money seems to not be an issue. She's very confident, like, you know, there'll be a roof that uh she can provide for the girls, blah, 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 blah. That I was a bit thrown off because I thought all along that was the main worry. Then suddenly when you are trying very hard to keep the guy, right, it seems like all your financial issues are gone very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't remember that part. But I think also like, uh, I feel certain parts it's really like out of like fan service or fantasy. Now now that you mean you mentioned like there's this one she was meet, supposed to meet Sergey for like a dinner and then this person met her in the the washroom to get going. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember that part. <laughs> and it's uh it made me felt like uh, I don't know lah. I mean, when it was written, it, it kind of felt like she was. I mean, enjoying the thrill and also like what uh, like Kendall pointed out. Like, you know, like a certain part of her, her youth came back of sort. But for a woman who's um struggling to to justify and court to keep her kids right, uh, perhaps that also shows that like uh, as a as a woman, there are also quite a lot of complexity la, to the point whereby they 
might also be as weird as guys who tend to make um, illogical decisions like eating in a <laughs> eating what's not in the menu at a fucking restaurant <laughs> yeah they are all very broken characters uh, that's why yeah. because they all all of them went through the you know Soviet uh, the the hard years in the Soviet Union. So they sort of those who survived the, the those years, right? Those who actually managed to escape, move to another country, or let's say they stayed in state in the same country, but then they survived the you know the the era. I think they yep. all emerged slightly broken, and coupled with their own personal history, all the characters are not uh, they're very flawed. I guess I guess that's also partially why you know none of them are particularly likable because each of them have their own um their own laws which kind of I think are exposed more in the novel because uh the writer intentionally made those flaws more pronounced for the plot. But yeah, I think those character decisions probably are the reflection of their own, I don't know, their broken lives or whatever. Because if you are a person who has gone through a lot of shit, right, then perhaps your own actions will also not be the most uh, logical in, let's say, a situation whereby, you know, you're under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. Correct, correct. Which is why she helped herself out in the bathroom. And then he magically appear again to to suppose it uh, finish up, which is I, I guess is also very convenient. Yeah. Um, if anyone have anyone anything else to you know to add up to to this book? Mio, anyone? I feel we say maybe Starry or Bash. Um, I don't know it's like something to add but like I don't know the previous question is kind of sitting in my head but I want like a know name um I think I'm exposing myself at this rate but I read I read like um content like that on like reading apps because it's something that I cannot get out, like, in the world. I don't know why. Um, so, I won't say that I, as someone who reads a lot of this stuff, I would say I could kind of see why, who was it again? What was the name? Um, the lady who, who didn't, uh, Catherine, who didn't have a father figure. Um, there are books that I read like that, like they didn't have father figures as well, and they turned to older men. Um, it's very natural for them, but again, when they turn to these older men, right, they fall very um, they fall very submissive to them. I would say I don't know if it's correct word. Like if you see the actions that Catherine had when she met um. Vitaly, the professor, the professor's name Vitaly. Yeah, Vitaly, yeah, the professor. Yeah. 
like when she when she met him, right? I mean, okay, maybe it's my own. This may be only my gut feeling. But don't you think that she was very um submissive towards him? Like she just went ahead with it. Maybe I don't know. It could have just been my gut feeling. But yeah, because when I read books with this kind of content, um. It feels that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I think like with something about getting like how her youth back, I think it kind of makes sense when mm-hmm. you know, describe it that way. But you know, like as a grown woman trying to prove your case in court. I don't think that's the way to go. You're probably just digging yourself into like a grave or something. Should it get known out, you know? Because sometimes you don't know what will happen and people you manage to dig it out. I mean, you just screw it all the time. So, I understand the fact that uh, y'all say that it's risky. That I don't understand. Mm. I just cannot wrap my head around the way she's thinking. Yeah, I guess. I think that's something I can I can add because like read left and right up and down. Mm. I cannot wrap my head around how she's thinking about things. One one day she says this, the other day she does something different. Mm. Okay. Nothing leh. Uh, it was a roller coaster lah. I would say <laughs> up and down, then stop. Uh, no lah, nothing really lah. No, 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 no real thoughts about it. It was like a, I don't know. They like letting out their inner bees or whatever they holding back them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's my. One of the things I noticed, uh. mm. like if Daniel didn't pursue Catherine so obsessed, obsessively, yeah. I think this wouldn't have happened at the ending part also. Actually, true, yeah. Yeah, lo. I mean, if he didn't went in for the kiss or whatever, then Catherine wouldn't have noticed him. Wouldn't have like picked him up because he passed out cold and whatever lah, all the stuff there. Mm. Yeah. Then all the other stuff won't have won't happen, and so conveniently that one of the one of the doctor also need to learn German. Just nice, this guy also from Germany. Yeah, yeah, lo. and yeah, and Daniel has one of the <laughs> best stepfather in in the book and in 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 a lot of place. Yeah, yeah, he was always in the right place at the right time. Yeah, not- correct, correct. Plus, the stepfather is so supportive. In the end, end up is the mother, the stepmother, the guardian, I don't know, the Tatania, the Anya, Anna, that is yeah. there, very cold to him because of whatever that happened. Uh, but she also know that he's not the real son. Right? I don't know why she's so hard on him also. Since but they villain side. Yeah. It's like he's that damn poor thing, you know, stay for the mom or 
yeah true lah then they also like okay they, and also the part that they, they touch on they, they keep saying the father was like poor thing keep um got married to Anna then you don't have uh, cannot pursue his dream then so what's his dream or whatever they didn't touch on it yeah then only the part that he, he somehow saw his letter then he, he said that oh if only that I, I told Daniel then yeah correct lah if he told him then nothing would have happened lah. Maybe his dream is to dance for free ice cream. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. At least Daniel also, I, he, he's higher in a way. Yeah. Yeah. The stepfather played a big role to in Daniel's life. I think he's not like the typical stepfather that is being portrayed out in novels and movies. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I want to point out also. He's like a very, very... He's like a biological father. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe he is. Hmm. Oh, new plot twist. Yeah, <laughs> right, let's skin off already. <laughs> yeah, we got suggestions to give the author. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if that's it, we can we can wrap up and also we can discuss off off record what we reading next so uh thanks for putting in effort to read the book so i just want to be stupid for a bit yeah and uh we would you know like we would be reading a book like i guess now is early july yeah i I think likely our next book review will be on september so maybe with that uh you know we'll just end off from here and i hope everyone enjoy our rambling about this book and for people who like you guys can pick up a copy of the last and call by julia butler bye guys say bye bye bye, bye. bye. remember to listen to moonlight sonata Oh, right. Right. I got a few, you know, so you need to listen in sequence. Oh, you can just listen to the whole thing. It's just fifteen minutes long. Goodness gracious! I can't fall asleep that all way. The, all the movements, right? Or yes. whatever. So yeah, there, there are three movements. So the first movement itself is five minutes. Yeah, actually, the most, the most, uh, famous one, the most well-known one is probably the third or something. No, oh wait, no, hang no, on. No, is it? <laughs> Is, so, is that the correct one? Long goodbye. Okay, bye. 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 bye.